Hi, this is Fan Fictional, a podcast about fan fiction. I'm Anitra, and you can find me on Tumblr and AO3 at allwaswell16. You can also find me on Twitter at all underscore was underscore well underscore 16. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com slash allwaswell16. So this is episode 15, which is a bonus episode of sorts to celebrate the one-year birthday of my podcast, where I'm going to talk about a fic rec that I made using a fic rec bingo card. And I found that on Light Veils on Twitter. So all of the fics that I'm going to talk about are One Direction fics. Most of them are Larry fics, but I've also included a Zeum fic, two Tomlinshaw fics, and a Polly fic. I'll, of course, mention the pairing when I talk about them, but I just thought that the Fic Rec bingo card was a fun way to wreck some of my favorite fics, and then I decided why not do a podcast about that, too, to kind of celebrate. You'll be able to find links to all these fics on my Tumblr blog. Linked in my bio is my Fic Rec master post. This rec will be under the favorite fics instead of monthly fics, or you can find it on my post about this podcast. There's a link to my Tumblr blog on both my coffee account and my Twitter account, and I think on the podcast site on Anchor as well. Usually I write out some pretty extensive notes on what I want to talk about with each fic for the podcast, but I'm going to do it a little bit differently for this one and just see how it goes. So I'll give the title and author, obviously, and then the rating and word count, important tags, the pairing, like I said earlier. Um, But I'm also going to give the summary this time, and then I'll talk a bit about why I chose that fic for the category that's on the bingo card. So I don't have notes for that part, so I'll just say whatever comes to mind, I guess. So we'll just uh, see how that goes. (laughs) The first category on the bingo card was a fic you love without knowing the source material. So the fic I chose for that is called There's Such a Lot of World to See, and it's by Crinkle-Eyed-Boo. It's rated explicit, and it's 125,000 words. It's a Doctor Who AU, where Louis is the doctor, so there's time travel and aliens, there's angst, slow burn, action, suspense, there's multiple story arcs. So here is the summary for the fic. Why do you keep looking at me like that, Harry asks, thumbing at Louis's hip. Like what? Louis asks breathlessly. Like you've seen a ghost or something, Harry muses. You did it all the time the other day, and you did it just now. Louis swallows hard, studying him intently. You remind me of someone, Louis says softly, tucking a curl behind Harry's ear. Someone I lost. Louis has seen a great many things throughout his travels in time and space, but only one he can't explain. He keeps meeting the same boy who says the same thing to him each time. The boy should be impossible. Maybe he is. A love story that defies the boundaries of space and time. Doctor Who at you. So I chose this for pretty obvious reasons. Uh, I have never seen an episode of Doctor Who, so definitely did not know the source material for this fic. Um, So I went in pretty blind because I have a terrible habit, which I have mentioned before about not reading the tags on fic sometimes, um, especially if it's by like an author that I trust or know. I just tend to just go in blind. <laughs> and sometimes that works for me, sometimes not so much. And so for this fic, like I said, I know nothing about Doctor Who. Everything I know about Doctor Who came from this fic. 
you do not have to know anything about Doctor Who to enjoy this fic because I didn't. And I loved this fic. It's one of my favorite fics. I loved how fast paced it was. And even though it's a very long fic, one of the longest fics that I actually really love. And it just didn't feel like a long fic to me. It just, I was pulled in right away. And it was just such an adventure kind of fic. Now, like I said, I did not read the tags. And since I know nothing about Doctor Who, I did not realize that like Harry was going to die in it. And like obviously not really die because he's not, you know, it's not really a character death kind of fic like that. But that's sort of the point of, um, I guess, <laughs> this part of Doctor Who. <laughs> and I didn't know that. So the first time that Harry dies, I freaked out and went immediately to the tags like, what did I miss? And then it basically said, you know, don't worry about the character death. He's not like really dead. Um, so this is a friendly reminder to always read the tags, I guess. Um, but yeah, I adore this fic. It is the only fic I think that I've ever had a dream about. <laughs> and it wasn't necessarily a dream. I had a nightmare about um, one of the like kind of villainy alien things that are in this fic. Um, they were very scary in my head, in my defense. Um, so it just, this writing was so vivid and real that I literally had nightmares. <laughs> but I mean, it's a very, you know, it's not like a sad fic. Um, there's definitely a happy ending. It's beautifully written. Um, and it's definitely one that you can love without knowing the source material. The next square on the bingo card is a fic with a premise that shouldn't work, but does. And so the fic I chose for this is called The Second Hand Unwinds, and it's by Kings of Everything. It's rated explicit. It's 51,000 words, and it's a time travel fic. Um, NASA is part of the fic. Louis is an aerospace engineer. There is an age difference, but it's due to time travel, and it's an access to lovers fic. The summary is, Louis Tomlinson is one of the first members of NASA's top-secret chrono exploration program. When things go wrong and he's sent further back in time than planned, he has no other option than to show up on his ex-boyfriend's doorstep. Now, the reason that I picked it as a premise that shouldn't work but does is just the time travel kind of element to it. This writer has written um, another time travel fic since uh, this one was written, so my kind of joke is that I think she's invented time travel. If you read this fic, which I'm sure many of you have, it, it was a very, it's a very popular fic, but I rem distinctly remember reading it for the first time. It was written for the summer exchange. So it was um, anonymous for a while. And I remember reading it and thinking that it all made so much sense. Um, I'm not like the biggest math and science person, but I just was reading it and thinking that it all sounded so plausible. And once it really got into a lot of the math part, I knew who had written it <laughs> because I could think of only one person who would put this much math into a fic. And so I messaged them and said, I know this is you. And they, um, and then she wrote back, you know, shh, 
<laughs> since it was anonymous. Um, so you would think that maybe you would gloss over the time travel part of it if you were writing a fic like this, but she really didn't. She leaned into it so much that it seemed so believable. Um, so I just, I loved that about it. There's so much to love in this fic though. Um, the exes to lovers part of this is so painful and just so, so good. Um, the fact that, you know, Louis has shown up, you know, on his ex-boyfriend's doorstep and in Louis's head, they've been broken up for years. And in Harry's head, they broke up not very long ago, like a few weeks ago, maybe. Um, it's not, it's very fresh for Harry. Um, but it's actually more painful for Louis because he knows they didn't get back together. And for Harry, he's kind of assuming it's not over. Oh my goodness. The, the angst that leads to is so good. Um, so I just really thought that writing a time travel fic isn't the easiest thing to do. And that she went so hard for it made it so amazing. The next square on the bingo rec card is a fic you've reread several times. So for this fic, I chose Where the Lights Are Beautiful by Polka.Lu on Tumblr, and their AO3 is Two Ships Drifting. It's rated mature, and it's 31,000 words. Uh, this is an ABO fic with accidental bonding. It's hate to love. There's a lot of misunderstandings between the characters and miscommunication. There is a he and a rut. There's smut, a character injury, and angst with a happy ending. Uh, in the fic, Harry is an alpha and Louis is an omega as well. The summary is this. Harry wasn't wrong about that, not in a general sense. Lots of omegas did seek out rich alphas and betas, hoping or planning to go into heat at the right time. Plenty of omegas saw this as their duty, especially if their families weren't well off. Worse, Louis couldn't honestly say he'd never thought about it. If that had been his life, his goal, Louis would feel pretty good about himself now. As it is, Louis feels like shit. Or the accidental bonding ABO fic. This is one of my all-time favorite fics. I honestly have no idea how many times I have read this fic. Um, there is something about accidental bonding that just really calls out to me. The, I guess the feeling that they're sort of forced to learn how to be together um, is something that I enjoy reading. It really allows you to be in Louis's mind in this fic. And the angsty parts of it are so good that I just reread those parts sometimes just to feel something. I just love that feeling. This fic actually has two sequels as well. One is a Zeum sequel so that you find out what happens to that side pairing. And then one is about Harry and Louis. They came out earlier this year, I want to say, and it was a surprise. I had no idea they were coming out. And I have a few friends who are as obsessed with this fic as I am. And we had the best time reading these sequels and just screaming at each other. The writing is really unique. And I really love the way that it's written, uh, even the way that the words are on the page. She ha or they have 
really made it look a certain way and that somehow just adds to it it's different than what you would normally see i highly recommend this fic if you like abo fix there's just something really special about it uh you know harry acts like a dick for most of it so uh, there are some people who i guess won't like that part of it he does have a reason for why he acts the way he acts even though his reason isn't true um but he doesn't know that, but you as the reader know it through Louis's eyes. Just, it has everything that I love in a fic, so, and it's actually the perfect length for me, like that 31,000 words, that's about perfect for me, so I guess there's a lot of reasons why I've reread it several times. I would say I've reread it a lot more than several times, to be honest, uh, but it's one that I just go back to again and again. The next uh that I have for you is for the square that says a fic you still remember many years later and the fic I chose for this is called and then a bit by infinitely mint it's rated explicit it's 158,000 words and it's a future canon fic it's fake relationship with a PR relationship it's friends to lovers and it's angsty with a happy ending there is definitely some smut in this fic the summary says this we'd like to give the fans what they want mcgee states placing his hand on the table in front of him and leaning forward we want to give them larry stylinson or take a parallel universe where louis and harry were never together mix in a two-year hiatus and an impending comeback pour in a dash of lost fans two tablespoons of strong friendship and a modest employee with a good idea Add a squeeze of pretending to be a couple, lots of kisses, and a tattoo or two. Stir, serve, the mother of all publicity stunts. A.K.A. Harry and Louis fake a relationship for publicity. Eventually, it becomes a lot less fake and a lot more real. Now, this fic is pretty much iconic in our fandom, so I expect that probably a lot of you have read it. This is actually the very first fic that I ever read. Not just in this fandom, but ever and of course i still remember it it's a completely epic fic i have reread it since that first time and it's one that really even though the plot has not aged well as in like future has happened since this fic happened but the writing has aged beautifully it is so good it if you like a fake relationship fic, this is like the epic fake relationship fic. And I can't say enough good things about it. I feel like it's a fic that a lot of people have read as their first one. I think if you come into our fandom and you ask most people what fic they should read first, I think a lot of people would tell you to read this one. Because of the canon aspect of it, I would say. Because I'm really not someone who reads a lot of canon fics anymore. But this to me feels like a really good canon fic, one that it gives you a lot of like background and it's a lot of fun. It's a great ride. Oh, the <laughs> there are just so many iconic moments in the fic too when they go to get tattoos after an award show coming out of the car <laughs> like if i say some of these things i feel like a lot of people will know what i'm talking about 
So I think it's a very memorable fic that a lot of people, and including myself, still would remember after many years. The next fic um, I have for you is for the square that says a comfort fic. And for that, I chose the fic Validation, and it's by Lulu Lawrence. It's not rated, and it's 3,000 words. It's a meet-cute. Louis is kind of sad in it. So it's an emotional hurt comfort, but it's very fluffy too. And in the fic, Harry validates parking and people, I wrote sort of as a tag. Here's the summary. Hey, how are you? Harry asked. He'd found that sometimes just a smile and a kind face was all that was needed to brighten someone's day. Oh, um, I'm all right. Can you validate me? Harry chuckled inwardly, but decided to go ahead and take him literally. Or the one where Harry worked in a parking garage, and he totally didn't mean for this, the whole validation of people as well as their parking tickets to become a thing. It just kind of did. I consider this one of my favorite comfort fix. It's very sweet and uplifting, and the way that Harry has taken this kind of mundane job and turned it into something that really helps people, there was just something really special about it, and it uplifts the characters in the fic, and then I think in turn uplifts the reader too. Um, In the fic, it's not that Louis is super sad, but it's that Harry kind of helps out his sister who's been feeling kind of sad and kind of gives her some good uplifting advice and Louis really grateful for that and so that's how they meet it is just so sweet and there's something that just makes my heart feel happy when I read it so I do consider this like a really great comfort fic the next square on the bingo card is a cathartic fic And for this one, I chose I Carry Your Heart With Me, I Carry It In My Heart. It's by Louis Evolution on Tumblr and The Death Chamber on AO3. It's rated explicit. It's 55,000 words. It is an AU. It's very angsty, hurt comfort. There's some miscommunication, a lot of drama going on. There is smut and there is an illness uh, that is a main plot point in the fic. The summary is, Harry thinks he has good reasons for avoiding relationships. Meeting Louis puts those reasons to the test. Now, I distinctly remember reading this fic and literally sobbing into my pillow. It was the middle of the night. I couldn't put the fic down. So when I got to the sad bits, I just cried my eyes out into my Louis pillow. I'm not joking. I really have a Louis pillow. But anyway... Besides, besides the point, um, this one I would definitely say is cathartic because if you want a good cry, you will definitely cry reading this fic. Um, the part of the illness that plays a part, it's not that, it's not that, I don't know how to say this exactly. I don't want to give away too much because it is a plot point in the fic. But there is there are some secrets going on here, and um, when the secrets come out um, and they have to deal with what happened, the fallout from that, um, it's a lot. And you you can see both sides of it, but there's a very good resolution. I liked that the resolution 
wasn't so easy. It wasn't an easy resolution. Um, and that really made it feel more realistic. And the writing is gorgeous, which is probably how they suck you in and hurt you. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely if you are looking to have a good cry, this is a good one to pick up. The next fic that I'm going to talk about is for the square that says a fic you'd print and put on your bookshelf. And so for this fic, I chose Adjudication. It's by Bottom Linsons. It's rated mature and it's 75,000 words. It's a royal AU and it is historical. Uh, Louis and Harry are both princes in different um, kingdoms. It's an enemies to lovers fic. There are love letters. There's a lot going on in this fic. There's betrayal and politics. There's historical conflict. It's a slow burn. Uh, there is some angst with a happy ending. There's an arranged marriage. There's some terrible communication. Uh, the summary for the fic is this. Harry's been engaged to Princess Charlotte of Ride for as long as he can remember. He's come to know her, to love her, through the letters she's sent him over the past three years. But when the wedding finally arrives, Harry quickly learns that nothing is as it seems. With his crown and country at stake, Harry must decide who to trust in this strange new land. And the sly crowned prince of Rye doesn't seem inclined to make things easy. I said that I would put this on my bookshelf because it reads like an amazing novel. It truly does. This is one of my favorite writers. She's amazing. Um, it's like I said, it has so much in it. There's so much intrigue. I It's beautifully written. It's just like you just get sucked into this world immediately. And the world is so well built. Like you just feel like it's real and it's there. And you feel like you've stepped back in time to this, this time frame, this time period. And it's really an amazing fic, and you can understand all the hurt that is between them. Um, I don't think it gives too much away because this is, I'm going to say something about the plot, um, and it, it comes out fairly early in the story, so it's not a huge spoiler really. But the love letters have a lot to do with the plot, and the betrayal, the first betrayal anyway, is that Harry thinks that he knows Princess Charlotte really well because they've been exchanging these letters for years. Um, but he discovers when he arrives that this girl is not the person he has been writing letters to and receiving letters from. This is a stranger, basically. And he discovers that the letters were all written by Louis. And so he feels really betrayed. And so that's kind of the beginning of why they are so at odds with each other. Uh, let me promise you that Louis more than makes up for this. Um, it's clear that they both had strong feelings for each other from the start, um, that you can see why Harry felt so betrayed by it. it. It's just a ride. It's it's such a good fic. I find it very underrated. Did it come out earlier this year? Gosh, I think so. <laughs> it feels like, I, I don't know. I just, I love this fic. It's one of my favorite all-time fics now. I think everyone should read it. I don't think enough people have read it. I would definitely, if I was going to print out a fic and 
make it into a book and I can even imagine like a gorgeous historical looking cover for it. I'm a huge fan of historical fiction and that's what this is. The next fic I'm going to talk about um, is for the square that says a fic you associate with a song. And so the fic I chose for this is called Take My Breath Away and it's by Reality Better Than Fiction. It's rated explicit and it's 153,000 words. It's a Top Gun AU, if you couldn't tell by the title there. (laughs) And Harry is the pilot. And Louis is one of the flight instructors at um, this prestigious school. It's a hurt comfort fic. There's angst with a happy ending. There is a plane accident and a character injury and recovery period. PTSD. It's an epic fic. Um, I'll talk more about that after we do the summary. And this is the summary. It says, There is a prestigious school in the British Royal Navy classified as Premier Delta, or as it is known by its flyers, 1D. These select pilots are an elite set of naval lieutenants who are trained in the skill of aggressive aerial combat. They are instruments of war trained in times of peace. They are dogfighters, relentless and fearless in their mission to protect their beloved country. From their lofty vantage, they are always watching, waiting, and ready to lay it all on the line. Lieutenant Harry Styles, call sign Sparrow, is a prodigy when it comes to flying. The owner of an unrivaled naval pedigree being a pilot was always written in the stars for Harry. With his trusty RIO, Lieutenant Niall Horan, Harry has made an unprecedented ascension in the ranks of the naval aerial combat elite and has been recruited to the esteemed Premier Delta Flight School, carrying on his family's legacy. What he finds there are unexpected friendships, perilous challenges, and something beyond what he ever thought possible, because as his father had always told him before the great Captain Styles went tragically missing in combat, you don't fall in love with the sky, you fall in love with what keeps you on the ground. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> Even the summary is epic. Um truly one of the great epic fix in our fandom and every time i hear take my breath away on the radio because sometimes i'll like listen through like the 80s station and every time i hear this fic and or every time i hear that song in any context i do not think of top gun i think of this fic it is so burned into my brain now this fic is like i said it's truly epic It takes place in Scotland. There's these really great, like, you know, flight scenes. And it's very visual and vivid depictions of where they are. There's this great kind of struggle between the characters and a forbidden romance, really. And, but then there's this huge part of it that is about the angst that comes from this injury that happens I won't say to who and the fallout from all of that and these characters finding a way to be together um, on the ground it's an amazing fic the next fic I'm going to talk about is for the square that says a fic that inspires you And so the fic I chose for this is called Woke Up Feeling Naughty, and it's by Jerry, and it's rated explicit. It's 8,000 words, and it's an ABO fic with Alpha Harry and Beta Louie. This is a fic about blogging, nodding, friends to lovers, mistaken identity, 
It's also friends with benefits. Uh, the summary is Beta Louie has a kink for nodding and the secret aesthetic porn blog he runs about it is more than proof. When he accidentally finds out his alpha best friend Harry is one of his biggest fans, he knows he has to come clean after everything that has already happened between them. Harry just might be willing to help him out anyway. Now, this might not seem like the most obvious fic to say that this is the one that inspires me, um, but it really is. A lot of her ABO fics are very inspirational to me, and the fact that she wrote Alpha Harry with Beta Louie kind of broadened my mind to that kind of a pairing. I actually could have chosen um, one of her Alpha Alpha fics as being inspirational too. Um, I had to just kind of choose one because um, her first Alpha Alpha fic, I believe, is the one that inspired me to start writing ABO in the first place. Like I had never written ABO and I had started to really love ABO fix. And so I had started reading a lot of them, but that first time I read her alpha alpha fic is what made me feel like I should start writing it. And so my first fic is an alpha alpha. My first ABO fic, I should say is an alpha alpha pairing. So it just kind of opened my eyes to how many different things you can do with ABO fix. And so this is another one where since she used an alpha beta pairing that it made me feel like I could do something like that too. And so I wrote an alpha beta pairing. I wrote a beta omega pairing. Um, and it inspired me to actually write a whole like different types of pairings. Um, I did it for the wordplay challenge in 2019. And so it just has really inspired a lot of my writing, especially with ABO. So I just thought that this is one that I should, you know, mention as one that inspires me. But really, it's the writer, I guess, just in general. This is um, just a really fun one. <laughs> I love friends to lovers fix for the little bit of angst that that gives you because there's always like some kind of pining going on. This one is fun because it's like that mistaken identity thing where. Um, and I'm, I don't, I don't want to like say it's completely mistaken identity, but like it's finding out that someone is following you, following your blog that you didn't realize was following your blog. So someone in real life. Um, and that just is, it was a lot of fun to read. The next fic I'm going to talk about that is the next square on the bingo card is a fic that brought you on board a new ship. So the fic that I chose for this is a Zeum fic and it's called Untamed Hearts and it's by Lane Fair. And it's rated explicit and it's 68,000 words. It's a surfing AU, enemies to friends to lovers, and it's a summer fic. Liam is a surfer. Zane is an artist. There's a really strong um, Lilo friendship going on. Louis is also a surfer and is best friends with Liam. There's side Larry, a lot of tension, pining, kissing, smut, angsty, but with a happy ending. So the summary is this. It could have been the heat of the summer sun. It might have been the silvered sheen of an early harvest moon. If he dug deep enough, Liam could find every reason ever needed to explain away what happened. 
In the end, though, it all came down to two meddling friends, a touch of Prince, a bit of Keats, and the moon over the ocean. It's a recipe for disaster or love, probably love. So it's not like I didn't know about Zium. And I had um, previously betaed a very short Zium fic for someone, for my best friend. But other than that, I really only read Zium as a side pairing. And I don't know. I, I just decided that this was going to be one that I tried out. And be, mostly be because I really love surfing fics. And I saw this and thought, well, maybe I'll give this one a try. And my, it's, this is kind of a joke, but my joke is always like, oh, I don't know if I want to read that ship because there might not be enough Louie in it. <laughs> um, but that's just kind of a joke. I do read ships without Louie in it. And I, so I decided to try this one out and I massively fell in love with this fic. Now, it did not hurt that Louie was fairly central to the story, but it was very much a Zium fic. And um, there was just so much that I loved about it. It really was a lot of the things that I love in a fic. Um, that angstiness really got me. I loved all the surfing. That was a lot of fun. Um, there were so many great friendships in the fic. There was like some intrigue too. And this writer has said that she might continue on um, and tell a little bit more about Niall's story. Because Niall's got like a little intrigue going on that you don't actually find much out about. So that would be really interesting to find out more about that. Um, but it just, it's a great roller coaster of emotions kind of a fic. So it just really, you know, hit everything that I like. And yeah, it's Zium. And I didn't realize that I was going to love reading a actual Zium fic so much. Um, but I did. I really loved it. And so it really opened my eyes to reading that pairing. Um, and so since then, I've started reading, you know, quite a few more of them. The next uh, bingo square is A Fic You Wish Could Be a Movie. And so for this one, I chose Tied Down by Ham Dash Palpert on Tumblr and just Ham Palpert on AO3. It's rated explicit and it's 48,000 words. It's a crime AU where Louis is a criminal and Harry's sort of a criminal too. Um, he's just Louis's boyfriend, but sort of a criminal in, in a way. There's multiple points of view. Uh, it's nonlinear. Niall's a detective. Liam's a detective. Zane's an undercover officer. It's very much not just about the relationship and um, not just in Larry's point of view. I'll talk about that in a minute. There's drugs in it, prison. It's, it is an established relationship. This is the summary. The most interesting case in Liam and Niall's careers falls directly into their laps, courtesy of an epic fuck-up of one Harry Styles, partner to the almost infamous drug dealer Louis Tomlinson. The investigation yields an unexpected yet satisfactory outcome for Liam and Niall. For Harry and Louie, however, things are far more complicated. This totally reads like a movie to me. It would be make an amazing movie. Um, there's so much intrigue in it, and the use of multiple points of view 
makes it so unique and special and fast paced and just like the unraveling of threads of the story. It is masterfully written. I don't think I've read anything else in the fandom as clever as this fic. Like seriously, one of my all time favorite fics. Horribly, horribly underrated. Everyone should be reading this thing. It is genius. Okay, so just to start off with, um, I believe it starts in Liam's point of view and then switches to maybe like it does like Louise, then Zane, then Harry, I think. I might be out of order there. I, I can't remember for sure the order. I think Niall's the only one that doesn't get a point of view. But um, he's still in the fic, like, you know, he still plays a character in the fic, but um, and it's not necessary to get his necessarily, but oh my gosh, it is just such a ride. I would highly recommend reading this fic if you can handle a crime fic, which obviously there is going to be some, you know, kind of some violence and, you know, criminal activity and stuff going on, but it's just... It's amazing. It is truly amazing. And it just makes me happy that we have writers like this in our fandom. Um, the next fic that I'm going to talk about is for the box that says a fic that led you to making friends with the author. And so I chose Yet in Thy Dark Streets Shineth by Julius Schmidt. It is rated mature. It's 57,000 words. It was written as an advent fic. And so it's a Christmas fic. Um, in the fic, Louis is a drama teacher. Harry is a church pastor. There are kids in the fic, but it's not really a kid fic. It's an American fic and a church AU. So the summary is this. Louis's life has become the very thing he's always dreaded. Routine. His job is steady. His bills are paid. His friends are preoccupied. His siblings are mostly old enough not to need him. And his mom keeps pestering him about attending church. Apparently, the new minister pulls rainbows and unicorns out of his robes. Advent arrives three months into Harry's first call as associate pastor at St. Andrews. Life is not perfect. He's still figuring out how to do his job, and the holidays bring a whole bundle of extra stress, on top of which he has no friends or family nearby with whom he can decompress. Louis Tomlinson shows up to worship in the nick of time. So, like I said, this was written as an Advent fic, and so that that means in the month of December, um, there were updates to this fic every day, and so it really is kind of a cool thing that sometimes people do in our fandom, and um, this is the first Advent fic that I ever read, and so I was having kind of like a rough December, and so it was like this wonderful thing to have this fic updating every day. And giving me something to look forward to. And I would read it while I walked on the treadmill. <laughs> and like every day I left a comment. And I'm, uh, I'll am i say that I'm somewhat known for my, <laughs> my comments on fix. Um, I tend to be, you know, very effusive if in my praise if I'm enjoying something. And so I just... I just greatly valued this fic in my life, especially at the time that it came. And I had friends who were reading it at the same time, too. And so that made it a lot of fun, too. So I I love to read Advent fics. And ever since this, I've read every Advent fic that has come out. 
like as it was posting because for the most part because it just is a lot of fun and uh, I like that feeling of community that you get when other people are reading something the same as you at the same time. So anyway, how this led me to making friends with Alex. Um, so like I said, I left effusive praise every day <laughs> and she enjoyed my silly comments apparently. <laughs> and then after the fic was over, um, it kind of left a little bit of a hole in my life, you know, for it to be done. And I had enjoyed like talking to her just through comments. And I had not read ABO fix much before. And a lot of her fix were ABO. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to read one of these. So I chose cameras flashing. And so I started reading cameras flashing and I started messaging her as I was reading and yelling at her about everything that was happening. And I was like falling in love with ABO fix. And I was already in love with her writing, but I was, you know, falling more and more in love with her writing. And so I think I just won her over <laughs> with all my anitraing. Um, and now she tells the story differently, which is kind of funny because somehow we started, um, sending each other bad 1d imagines like the really disturbing ones that are just for fun and i don't know why we started doing that but she always says that she wooed me with 1d bad 1d imagines but um i say it's because um our friendship started when i read her advent thick and just started you know forcing my friendship upon her <laughs> So, um, yeah, the next, uh, let's see, bingo square is for a fic you've gushed about in real life. And so the fic I chose for this is called That's What I'm Here For. It's by Taggy CB. It's rated explicit and it's 46,000 words. Uh, it's a farm AU with Farmer Louie and Harry is a farmhand that gets hired. It is a boss employee relationship with an age gap. Uh, Louis is demisexual in the fic, takes place in small town Canada. Louis does have adult children. And I'm going to say sexuality crisis, although it's a little bit, that's a tiny, tiny bit misleading because it's not super crisis related. His crises are more about something else. <laughs> um, there is mourning in the fic and a depression. It's a very soft fic. Um, I did tag Silver Fox Louie in this, and there is a happy ending. The summary to the fic is Louis Tomlinson is a dairy farmer on a tiny farm in eastern Canada. His wife of nearly 30 years has left him, and his children are all grown up and out of the house. Louis needs help running his business, but has no idea where to even start looking. Luckily for him, his children know just the man for the job. So, this fic, this fic this is a gorgeous fic it's just a beautiful emotional fic it's fairly popular i hope that you've read it if you have not read it please stop whatever you're doing go read it immediately um it's just amazing it's an amazing beautiful fic anyway i helped beta the fic and taggy cb is my best friend so that means that i 
have talked about her and this fic and her writing in real life quite a bit. Um, I've talked about it, obviously, with friends who know fandom stuff. Um, so fandom friends that I've met in real life. Um, but I also talk about fandom and fanfic with my real life family and friends. They all know that I write fanfic about One Direction. They all know um, that I have a podcast. <laughs> like they know everything about all that stuff. And so they all know about Lacey um, and her amazing writing and that we're basically writing partners or as I say, writing soulmates. <laughs> so we do all our writing together. And so when she was writing this fic, I just remember talking about it specifically. I actually remember talking about it with my parents uh, and my mom in particular, because she's always interested in um, what's going on with my writing. And so I was talking just about how beautiful this fic was and about um, this area of Canada in particular, because that's where the writer is from. So it just came up quite a bit in conversation when uh, this fic was being written. And actually, the other beta in this fic is someone I've met in real life, too. Although I can't remember if we talked about it in real life or just online. But anyway, so yeah, um, I talk about fic a lot in real life. But this one I probably talked about the most in real life. The next fic um, is for the box that says a fic you associate with a place. And so for this, I chose the fic When I Run Out of Road by Become a Wendy Bird on Tumblr. And her AO3 is Quicked Ween. It's rated mature and it's 24,000 words. And it takes place in Kenya at Giraffe Manor. And it's a historical AU set in the 1930s. It's friends to lovers, and obviously there are giraffes. <laughs> the summary is, it's 1932 when Harry Styles sets off on an adventure to the African continent and the most popular new travel destination, Nairobi. He has reservations at the best club in town and plans to stay for a few weeks. What he doesn't expect is to meet and get to know a wonderful family along the way. The Deacons are sponsors of the Royal Ballet, traveling with the company to see them perform in Nairobi for the first time. They take Harry under their wing, treat him like part of their family, and change his life in ways he never imagined. Um, now, when Harry shows up in Nairobi with the Deacons, uh, he doesn't realize that um, the Deacon's son, Louis, is running Giraffe Manor. And so he does go to stay there. Um, this fic, uh, this is one I am always saying that is so underrated. I love this fic. It is so beautiful and soft and just written in this amazing way. So visual and beautiful. And it just kind of sweeps you away into this romantic setting. Um, it was written for Larry Abroad. So, I mean, if you're looking for fics that you can associate with a place, there's a good challenge um, to go with. And this was one of the fics written for that challenge. And it just, it's a beautiful fic. Um, and it just, there's something about historical fics sometimes, if you get a good one like this, where it is very much, you know, sweeping you away into that time period. So a lot of fun for me anyway. <laughs> Uh, the next fic is for the box that says a fic that made you gasp out loud. And this fic was published this year 
and I bet it made a lot of you gasp out loud. It is Nothing But You On My Mind by Absolute Nonsense on Tumblr and Nonsense Darling on AO3. It's rated explicit. It's 83,000 words, and it's a royal AU. It's enemies to lovers with Prince Harry and PR maven Louis. Bad Boy Harry. There are pet names, secrets, and dirty jokes. The summary is, Louis Tomlinson is a PR manager hired to improve the image of royal bad boy Prince Harry Styles. Unfortunately for him, that means being faced with the prince's constant innuendos, incessant dirty jokes, and relentless flirting. Louis just wants to make it to Princess Gemma's coronation. Once she's crowned queen, his contract is up, and he never has to see the prince again. Oh, I don't know how you could read this and not gasp out loud. <laughs> um, there is the problem of talking about this fic because I don't want to give away spoilers. Um, but what I told everybody who I convinced to read this fic <laughs> is to just keep going. Now, I was enjoying this fic completely on the surface, enemies to lovers. I thought it was fun that way, but there is a lot more to this fic than enemies to lovers. <laughs> so if you are reading it and you are like, Harry is such a dickhead, just keep going. Um, Taggy CB, who I mentioned earlier, is my best friend. I she I convinced her to read this fic and she was like, kept messaging me like, Harry is such a jerk. And I'd have to say, keep going. Just keep going. I was like, you'll know when you get there. Just keep reading. You'll know when you get there. So that is my advice for all of you. If you have not read this fic, please read it. You'll know when you get there. Um, you will gasp out loud when you get there. And then, you know, feel free to come yell at me because or at the writer. I'm sure they would enjoy some yelling, too. <laughs> But it just, it was a lot of fun. Um, I think I kept putting like in the tags that, uh, and every time I wreck this fic, I put like this fic knocked me on my ass because it really did. Um, it's just fun when fics can do that for you. The next fic is in the square that says a fic you found at the right time. And so for this, I chose, and that's the T by two tied ships two. It's rated mature. It's 27,000 words. It's a soulmate AU, and it's also an ABO fic with Alpha Harry and Omega Louie. There are soul marks in the fic. It's strangers to lovers. It's a coffee shop fic with um, Barista Harry. It takes place in New York City. There's a lot of humor in it. There is a heat scenting. Uh, there is an Omega panic attack is kind of what I called it. Uh, there are misunderstandings, and I said it's a very soft fic. So the... Um, summary is, I'd like an Earl Grey with milk and sugar, please. Louis had the phrase memorized, even though it had disappeared off its place on his upper arm over 13 years ago now. At 14, he didn't understand. Soul marks don't just disappear. Not unless, unless one of them dies. Or this one where Louis loses his soulmate before even getting the chance to meet them, and he is in no way prepared for the kind of distraction his new friend Harry proves to be. Um, I'll talk more about how amazing this fic is, but um, I did not read it when it first came out. I have no idea why. Um, so I read it much later, months later. And again, like this has been a hard year for a lot of us, I think. And um, 
thick has always just been something that has been there for me for the last few years. I've been sick a lot of the last few years. And so um, thick was something that really helped me get through a lot of stuff. And so for this year, which I think has been hard for a lot of us, this thick happened to come to me at a time when I really needed it. I just needed like a pick me up. I needed to be swept away into a story. And this one does that. It's a just so interesting. Um, this writer writes so many really cool ABO universes, and this one is another one. Um, and this one, it is a soulmate thick as well. And the idea that this soul mark has really caused Louis so much pain in his life, even though he never knew his soulmate, um, because that phrase, I'd like an Earl Grey with milk and sugar, please you know, ends up disappearing off his arm. So he knows his soulmate is no longer with him. And he orders this drink everywhere he goes. He starts um, visiting the same coffee shop and ordering, he orders the same thing every time. And even though he doesn't even like Earl Grey tea <laughs> with milk and sugar, he gets it anyway and sort of suffers through it as like this weird, not weird, but like, it's like his homage to his soulmate that he'll never meet and he just can't stop himself from thinking about it and then he meets harry and um he's not sure what to do with it it's almost like a betrayal of his soulmate to find someone else and he doesn't really think he can be with anyone else um he doesn't want to be you know left behind in case that person has a different soulmate and anyway it's super interesting. What ends up happening, I didn't really see coming. I think maybe some people I talked to did see it coming, but I did not see it coming at all. And um, it's sort of a twist, but it just, it, this was one that I really feel like is masterfully written too, because it just fits so perfect. And you just think, how did someone come up with this? <laughs> it's so good. Um, so the whole premise is just really good, really cool. Um, so if you read ABO, definitely check that one out. Uh, the next fic is for the box, a fic that you would read fic of. And so the fic that I chose for this is Love is a Rebellious Bird by 100% Sassy and Gloria Andrews. It's rated explicit. It's 134,000 words. It's an Enemies to Lovers AU. Uh, that revolves around the London Symphony Orchestra. Harry's the conductor, the new conductor. Louis is the concertmaster. There's um, mentions of past bullying. There's angst with a happy ending. It's a hurt comfort fic. And there's definitely some smut in here. Um, <laughs> the uh, summary is AU, in which the boys still make music. Louis is the concertmaster of the London Symphony Orchestra. Harry is the new and exciting interim conductor, ex-cello prodigy, who has made Mozart cool again, according to Esquire magazine. Louis hates him immediately, which is definitely why he internet stalked him in his dark bedroom late at night that one time. And Niall is the best. Zane and Liam are around too. Don't hum Bolero. Now, this is obviously an iconic fic in our fandom. And I chose it for a fic that you would read fic of because I have read a fic that I would read. <laughs> I have read a fic that was uh, written about this fic. So 
I actually have that in one of my other bingo spaces. So I will talk about that later. Um, but some of you probably know because that fic is very popular too. So um, and it's, this is an amazing fic to write a fic about <laughs> or to be inspired by, I guess. Uh, one of my, This is just, you know, one of my favorite fics. It's one of a lot of people's favorite fics. Uh, what can I say? It's, it is iconic. Um, this is the first AU I ever read and it like blew my mind because I had been reading all these canon fics when I first came to the fandom. Um, I don't know. I thought I had to read canon fics, I guess because I was interested in canon at the time more than, you know, because I didn't know everything yet. And so I just read every canon fic and then I decided to give an AU a try and this is the AU I chose to try first and I was just so blown away. Um, it, like just, I don't know, it opened my mind to a lot of what was possible in fic. Um, I always say that this is the fic that inspired me to try to write my own fic um, just because, and I'm mostly an AU writer myself. So, I mean, that's, this is the fic that did that for me, where it just made everything seem possible. That sexual tension in this fic is just, like, unparalleled. Like, it's like a master class in sexual tension. So, if you're trying to write sexual tension in your fic, uh, reread this fic and um, try to be inspired, I guess, by it. <laughs> the next fic on my list is for um, the box that says, A Fic That Made You Laugh Out Loud. Uh, the fic I chose is On The Go by PhD slash ma or dash mama on Tumblr and just PhD mama on AO3. It's rated teen and up. It's 2,000 words. It's a meet cute. Uh, basically, it's about manscaping and some embarrassing situations and a huge misunderstanding. Um, it came from a post that I believe Kings of Everything made on Tumblr about this manscaping like van she saw or something. I don't know. The post was gone when I tried to look for it. Um, I think because she changed URLs, but, uh, anyway, this, this fic is, it's like making me laugh. Just like thinking about the fic. It is so funny. Now I am a huge fan of like embarrassing situation fix, like that secondhand embarrassment you get. Like I adore that feeling. I, would read any fic that had that feeling in it um i just find that so hilarious um but basically harry mis sorry so basically harry um mistakes this manscaping uh business for not being a landscaping business but instead for um <laughs> for instead i guess uh grooming your body so that's where the embarrassing funny situation comes from now what happened why i chose this one in particular is because i'm going to tell a story about what happened when i read this fic so it was pretty late at night when i'm reading this fic and i was just laughing so hard and i was trying to be quiet because i didn't want to wake up everyone in my house and so I couldn't stop. I could not. I was hysterically laughing and trying to keep it in. And so finally, like, I have to get up. I'm going to go in the living room so I can laugh. 
because I couldn't stop. And so I get up and I'm trying to go to the living room and I knock over the humidifier, like this a little room humidifier that I had in my bedroom, knock it over, break the little humidifier. It spills water everywhere. I wake up everyone in the house. So this fic just like created a disaster for me because it was so funny that I like had to get up out of bed to try to go laugh somewhere else and ended up breaking a humidifier and waking everyone in my house up. So um, definitely the fic that I would choose for this category. (laughs) Okay, the next box says a fic with a line that you've memorized by heart. So I chose the fic, I'd Rather Hear My Dog Bark at a Crow by Magical Rocket Ships on Tumblr and Sunset Mog on um, AO3. This is a Tomlinshaw fic, so it's with Nick Grimshaw and Louie. And it's 122,000 words as canon compliant, a secret relationship fic with, oh, it's got a lot. Uh, There's hate sex, it's a love-hate relationship, Um, a lot of kink. A lot of angst, a lot of angst with a happy ending and a long distance kind of relationship going on. So the summary is the first time Louis Tomlinson kisses him, Nick is three sheets to the wind wearing a pirate hat and so fucking tired of Louis being a complete and utter knobhead that he spent the last 10 minutes snapping at him. The kiss takes him rather by surprise, all things considered. Or Nick and Louie don't like each other, not even a little bit, not even at all. So, this fic, I have read this fic many times. It is a very long fic with a very long sequel that I've also read many times. And my best friend knows that if I am rereading this fic and yelling at her, that I'm like kind of going through something. And so this is a fic that I pull out, and even though it's super angsty, this is my comfort fic, where I read when I need to be um, not thinking about my own problems and issues, <laughs> and instead I just think about Nick and Nick and Louie's problems and issues for a while. There is um, a line in this fic, which obviously I'm going to talk about because I chose um, this fic for this box on the bingo card, and. Uh, I I have messaged my best friend with this line. I'm not even sure how many times. I'm going to read the context around it. But the line is, I swear, pick me. Please, God, pick me. And I have literally written my own fic, like, based around that line. Like, in homage to Sunset Mog. Um, <laughs> and someone, I think, actually asked me once if it was based on um, my own, now I didn't use the, the line exactly in my own fic, but, um, I used something similar and it was definitely an homage to this fic and this writer. And someone thought it was an homage to, um, Grey's Anatomy or something. I'm like, nope, never even watched Grey's Anatomy. This is completely an homage to a different fic. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to read you kind of the context around this, um, This is after they have had this secret relationship. It's gone to hell. Um, This is all, this fic is in Nick's point of view. The sequel's in Louis's point of view. Um, So this is from Nick's point of view. And 
he uh, you know he's been through it he's been through the ringer he um his heart's been just torn apart by the demise of their relationship and he tried to date someone else and um that that started you know not working out because he's in love with louie and then um he uh ends up talking to louie again please louie says i know i've been awful to you i don't hate you at all i never should have said that i don't hate you either nick says he had done once upon a time i just keep coming back to you and i keep getting hurt i won't hurt you again Louis crying again and Nick feels like the worst person in the world because he's hurting Louis right now and he's powerless to stop it. Why do they keep doing this to each other? I swear, pick me. Please, God, pick me. I broke up with Gareth, Nick says all in a rush. It was never, it was always you. <sighs> I've probably read, read that part <laughs> an embarrassing number of times. <laughs> Oh, I love that fic. I love everything about that fic. It's my favorite Tomlin Shaw fic. It's, um, it's just amazing. Anyway, um, that line, just everything about this makes me emotional. I love that line. It's like, obviously my favorite. Oh, I just feel like sitting and wallowing in it for a while. <laughs> so in the next box it says a fic that gave you butterflies and for that i chose the colors are different by good morning to you universe on tumblr and her ao3 is gmty universe it's rated explicit and it's forty-six thousand words it's a tomlin shaw fic so uh nick grimshaw and louie it's canon nick so he does work um, at BBC One, and in the fic, though, Louis is also a radio DJ. They are rivals, sort of, um, both for um, a friendship and for um, their roles on on radio. In the fic, Harry is famous, and they are both mutual friends with Harry. It is an enemies to lovers fic with angst and a happy ending and some really great smut. Uh, so the summary says. I didn't know you'd be here, Grim, Harry says happily. Nick looks equally peeved as he catches sight of Louis right there, wearing the exact same shirt as he is. Louis really should have gone over to Ed. He could have spared both of them this traumatic experience. Didn't know you would be here either. It's clear Nick mostly means Louis. It's not like there's some sort of rule about the host of Capital's morning show and the host of Radio 1's breakfast show not being at the same events, but they kind of pretend there is anyways or the one where Nick and Louie are opposites in every way, except maybe they aren't after all. Now, I chose this one as one that gave me butterflies for a couple different reasons. Um, I wouldn't say that it was just all, like, good butterflies. Like, this fic made me so nervous when I was reading it, because there are so many times, uh, there's so much conflict. Um, yes, it's enemies to lovers, and they both are kind of... Um, they share Harry's this mutual friend, and it's sort of like they're jealous of each other's friendship with Harry. And um, and obviously they kind of fall into this very hot and cold relationship. And 
So you kind of never know like what's about to happen. So I, I think that's why I decided that this was the one that gives you butterflies. Cause it really, you're like on edge the whole time because you just don't know for sure what's going to happen. And in the fic, there is a reason why Nick is so hot and cold with Louie. And, but Louie doesn't know that because you're in Louie's point of view. So you, the reader, don't know until everything kind of finally comes out. And there, like I said, there is a happy ending here. This is such a great Tomlinshaw fic. It's got the like classic Tomlinshaw banter kind of thing going on. Um, but I loved just I love everything about this fic. I'm kind of an enemies to lovers kind of person anyway. Um, obviously, I guess if you like Tomlinshaw, you probably are too. So this is definitely in that vein. The next uh, box says a fic that embodies something you value in life. And so for that, I chose Saving Symphony Hall by Hello, I'm Here. It's rated explicit. It's 124,000 words and it's an ABO fic with Alpha Harry and Omega Louie. A lot of great friendships in this fic. It has to do with a symphony. It's slow burn. There's a lot of banter. It's a hurt comfort. There's angst with a happy ending. Um, as far as the um, ABO part of it, there is um, touch deprivation as part of the story, past emotional abuse, anxiety, and smut. Um, so the summary says... I think I have an idea, Louis said, slowly and reluctantly, but with a growing sense of the inevitable. God damn it, I think I have a really good idea. Oh, Christ, that's the problem-solving face, Babs said. Last time we saw that face, he sold a company. Wait, what? Zane asked. Right place, right time, Louis said. Also, fuck my life. What? Zane repeated. Niall patted his hand. I usually just roll with whatever Louis is about to do, he said. It's better for us all. That's the attitude, said Louis. I'll tell you tomorrow. Tonight, I need to do some research. Zane, give me your number. I'm going to save our symphony. Um, Back when I was talking about a f reading a fic uh, that, you've, that someone's written fic of, this is the fic. <laughs> because Saving Symphony Hall, um, which is written by Hello I'm Here, was inspired by um, Hello reading... Um, Love is a Rebellious Bird. So this is Hello, I'm Here's not, not version because I would say it's just inspired by that fic, but it is a fic of a fic. So that's pretty cool. Um, I chose this one for something that I value in life, like that the fic embodies something that I value um, for a lot of reasons. Some of them may be too personal to get into, um, but this fic has so many great friendships in it, and the friendships are so important, especially to Louis, um, who's really been through something hard in his life. Um, and I think that this these healing friendships, in a way, have like left him open to maybe having a love with Harry eventually. Um, so it's, it's a really beautiful fic in that way. It's so emotional. Um, it is very angsty. The past emotional abuse plays a huge role in what's happening to Louis. Um, so I think I connected a lot with that character. 
Um, and I, I think I've told her this before, probably in a comment, this fic just means a lot to me. Um, and to feel that kind of connection with a character is just, it's something kind of special, I think. So I think probably a lot, there's a lot of us out there, unfortunately, who probably do also, um, relate to Louis's character in this fic. Um, and so I just really incredibly value what this fic um, is about and um, kind of what it put out into the universe. And I'm so grateful that it exists. So the next bingo square is for a favorite AU. So a favorite alternate universe. And the one that I chose is Give a Little Sing to the Singles. And it's by London Fog in a Cup on Tumblr. And her AO3 is Lady Londonderry. It's rated teen and it is 31,000 words. It was written as an advent fic, so another advent fic on my list. I told you I love them. Um, it's a workplace AU, so co-workers, and in an office, there's an office party that plays a big role. There is pining, fluff, and a lot of humor, so kind of a crack fic, I guess. Uh, the summary says, Harry Styles is an adult now with a real adult job and benefits, whatever those are. He spends his days at the copier copying things. That being said, no one told Harry that being an adult came with a confusingly chaotic boss, a copier machine that would be hell-bent on ruining his life, and a co-worker so good-looking that Harry might just have to quit. After all, Christmas is coming, and if their office doesn't win the decorating contest, Louis has threatened to break several laws and kneecaps in retaliation. Happy Christmas. Here's to many more. So that's the summary. <laughs> Like I said, it was written as an Advent fic, um, so I did read it pretty much every day, I think, that it um, posted, so every day in December uh, one year. I want to say this was for last year's, 2019, I think. Okay, now I feel like I have to look. <laughs> yes, it was for 2019, and this is truly one of my favorite alternate universes partly because it is very autobiographical to the writer's life, which is kind of hilarious because of all the hilarious antics that go on in this story. And to know that so much of it is based in real life is kind of amazing and wonderful. And um, I would say that on a more personal level that this writer often seems to live in an alternate universe, and I accuse her of that often. <laughs> um, but the fic itself is so sweet. I love Harry's character in this. It's all told from his point of view, so he's just kind of relating all the crazy antics of his co-workers and the whole time having this huge crush on Louis. Um, there are so many fun things that happen, even with the side characters, um, with their boss being so chaotic, like it says in the summary. Um, Mitch is in the story and has a hilarious role in this fic. Um, and, oh, you know what's funny about this? The tags. Okay, so for the relationship tags. You've got Harry and Louie, and then there's a side pairing of Zane and Liam, and then the other two side pairings are Mitch Rowland and Disney World, 
and then Niall Horan in his bed. So, I mean, they are truly, it, it's genius. And if you read to the end, you will understand how genius those tags are. It's so funny. Um, I just wanted to live in this universe. And I think that a, a lot of people would enjoy it. The next square on the bingo card is for a fic you stayed up too late to finish reading, which that could be a lot of fix for me. <laughs> so um, the one I chose, though, is just one of many that I have stayed up too late to um, finish reading. But this is one that is very memorable and was so amazing and unexpected. So the name of this fic is Tell Me It's the Strongest Shape. It's by Lewin Has AF on Tumblr, and their AO3 is Yes is a World. It's rated explicit. It's 73,000 words, and this is a polyfic. So the pairing is Louis, Nick Grimshaw, and Elgar Johnson. So polyamory, of course, plays a part since it's a polyfic. It is about coming out. There is some grief and mourning in the fic. Very complicated relationships. There is plenty of smut. Um, there, it is partly an established relationship, partly friends with benefits. It is famous, not famous. Uh, Nick is canon, so it's canon Nick. He is a BBC One radio host. And it's canon Elgar, who um, works, you know, for ma a magazine, I think, or photo shoots. It's been a little while since I've read this. But he works, like, in the fashion world. And so he's canon as well. Now, Louis is the only non-canon character, main character, and he is a model um, well, turned model in this fic. There is an age difference since it's um, sort of partly canon. There's a lot of misunderstandings and there is negotiating boundaries. Now, the summary is Nick and Elgar have it all. They're famous, successful, and engaged to be married, and sometimes they play with others. When uni student Louie gets street cast by Elgar for a GQ photo shoot, he's drawn into Nick and Elgar's complicated relationship. They've always invited mates into their bed. It doesn't ever mean anything until it does. So Louis is pretty insecure at first in this fic, um, but he really finds something special with Elgar and Nick. And this, um, his, him being drawn into this relationship, um, it gives him something important to his life that he didn't have before that he almost didn't know was missing. And in a way, he's giving the same thing to Elgar and Nick, which he doesn't really realize at first how important he is to them. And there is a point in the fic where um, Nick is kind of acting out, really. And you just think fine, go away and just let Louis be with Elgar. <laughs> um, but he comes around and you can understand. Um, I mean, it's a very complicated relationship here going on and um, maybe one that a lot of people wouldn't understand. But it is so well done. This writer is one of my favorite writers. They write amazingly and this relationship makes so much sense. Um, you really fall into wanting them to be together, the three of them, and make it work. And it really does. So there is a happy ending. 
and you feel like there's been a lot of growth um, from all the characters, but in particular, Louis and Nick. Um, so I just, I can't say enough good things about that fic. It's truly one of my favorite One Direction fics. Um, so yes, the first time that I read it, I, th- I think it did take me two nights because um, it's a longer fic. I just don't have a ton of time, but like I stayed up really late that second night to make sure that I got a chance to finish it because I just had to know how it ended. The last fic that I'm going to talk about, so the last box on this bingo rec card is a fic that made you feel seen. And I'm going to give you my soulmate fic as, as this fic. Yes, of course, I would talk about this fic. Who knows how many times I have talked about this fic in my life. A lot of times. Now, on a previous podcast, I know I've talked about my soulmate fic and what that means. Um, But just in case you haven't listened to that episode, what I mean by a soulmate fic is not like a soulmate universe. What I mean by that is like a fic that speaks to you and seems to speak to you specifically. So your favorite fic, but almost like more than a favorite fic where you felt like almost like the fic was written for you. Um, Even though the fic was not written for me, that's how it felt reading this fic. So the fic is Just Tell Me the Song and I'll Sing It. And it's by My Own Spark now on Tumblr. And her AO3 is My Own Spark. It's not rated. It's 39,000 words. It's a college AU where karaoke plays a big part. Music plays a big part in it. Um, Baseball is a big part of it. So already, if you knew me, already this is like hitting so many things about me. (laughs) There is a lot of pining. It's a song fic. I mean, just everything is. So what I love, angst with a happy ending. There's a big romantic gesture um, in the fic. Harry is a college baseball player and Louis is an architecture major at this um, college. And the summary is Louis is an architecture student who can only think about the future. Harry is a baseball player who can only think about right now. Both are lonely for different reasons. Boy bands bring them together. Or this may be a long love letter to Louis's voice. I'm not sure. They do list the prompt that they wrote um, to. This was a summer exchange fic in 2016, I believe. And so the fic was based on this prompt. Harry and Louis are university students who go to the same bar on the weekends. The bar is karaoke and Louis likes to sing boy band songs sometimes. Harry thinks he's cute, so he starts singing boy band songs and flirting with him while he's on stage. So that does um, take part in this fic. That is part of the fic. It's not all of the fic, but um, like I said, it hits so many things that I love. Song fics, music, boy bands, baseball. (laughs) It was like, wow, this writer is like writing all my favorite things. And it's not just that because the the um writing is what makes this fic so special beyond just what the fic was about for me and if you have ever read a fic by this writer you'll know what i'm talking about and you should definitely check out her writing check out everything that she's read because it is magical it's the best writing that i've ever read like i always tell her she is 
one of my favorite authors just beyond just fic like one of my favorite authors period <laughs> um her writing is very emotional and there's just such depth to the characters and the story and it sounds like it's just uh unific you know just some fic but it's not it's so special um i think if you read it you'll understand what i'm talking about um there are moments in the fic that are so emotional and intimate. There, she writes intimacy in this really amazing way. And there is no smut in this fic, which at the time that I was reading fics, this is 2016, um, at the time I foolishly felt that I could only read fics that had smut. And this one didn't, and it blew me away, changed my mind about a lot of things. Um, I distinctly remember the first time that I read it, it was, I was like reading it in the middle of the night. It was late. I had no one to talk to. And I was messaging my best friend, like sending her text after text about this amazing fic. And I even posted on Tumblr and just was ranting and raving about how amazing this fic was. And I was so excited to find out um, who wrote it. It was one of those things where I was just like anxiously awaiting um, reveals. And I just love that feeling when you um, read something so special and you want to know who wrote it. And so this was 2016 and I had not read any of her other fix when I found out um, who had written it. And so I got to just like binge all the fix. Uh, and so that was an amazing experience. And I actually had the pleasure of meeting her in person a few times and becoming friends with this writer. And um, yeah, it's just an amazing fic, and it is my soulmate fic. I can't imagine ever reading another fic that um, connected with me so much. So this is it for my um, bonus episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. It's really long because I did not have notes um, like I usually do, so I rambled on and on. So hopefully... <laughs> Hopefully it is still listenable though. And I will have a new podcast out for you on September 28th as usual. And I hope you have some fun reading some of my favorite fics. Thanks. Bye.